This is the Impossible Things Podcast. Here are three average guys discussing the impossible. Jesse Human, Jimmy Donahue, and your host, Kyle Cole. Welcome back to the Impossible Things Podcast. It is me, Kyle, here with... Jesse. Ah, hi, Jesse. Hello. So, what are, what are we talking about today? Um, let's see. I, I thought of it before. Did you? Yeah. I had it. It was right there in my... Hmm. Oh, premonitions. That wasn't even funny. Well, you know, I, I was trying to figure out a way to work in exactly what you were doing, but yeah. I, I just couldn't do it. I, I could not see myself doing it. Oh, well. Yes. So, uh, anyway, how, how have you been? How have you been in the last uh, week? Been pretty good. Yeah? Just, you know, run-of-the-mill week. Nothing special. Just hot. Hot. It's been pretty hot. Yeah, working hard at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you? Oh, anything I, we, exciting? I, my, my wife is pregnant, so we we took our son on a yes. a weekend away last nice. weekend away as a family of three. It was good. We hit some uh, local sites, a zoo, mm-hmm. a theme park that is more geared for his speed. Yeah, cool. Well, it was pretty good. We we enjoyed ourselves, but That's we nice. are back now, and uh, now now we are talking about premonition. Indeed, we are. So, Jesse, what do you think about when you uh, when you hear the word premonition? Let's see. I think about, okay, yeah, good question. Premonitions, it seems like a very specific kind of of uh, knowing what's, something happens and you get a sense of what's coming. Okay. What's something that's in the future. Um, it's, I mean, it's different from like... I'd put this in the outline for later, but I'll just throw it out there. Maybe sure. like a gut feeling. No, that's it's fair. Different from that. It's fair. I think it right. Like for me, at least, it, it kind of seems to ride somewhere between that. Though is like I don't think premonition is just like predicting the future, although that that is the context under which it's brought up yeah. most of the time. But I also I also seem to like. I, I think it's more of a feeling as well. It's not just like a knowledge of the future. It's a feeling of the future, mainly impending doom. I would think yeah. like that that's yeah that's the i just typed in what is premonition and it, a strong feeling about something that a strong feeling that something is about to happen especially something unpleasant hmm well i'd found like i i always start with my typical like is premonition possible found uh, some yeah. interesting things but okay what did that reveal well one of the articles was oh, okay we're done we're on definition oh sorry proceed, proceed. well one of one of the articles but you know in the in the effort in the vein of what premonition is not? Premonition uh, is not precognition. I see. Yes, that's very important. I think. I think it's. I, I think it's a good distinction. Mm-hmm. I think it kind of reinforces my my thoughts that it's it's more of a feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, this this says it's a feeling uh, or sense of nervous anxiety and gut feelings that something is about to happen. Um, that's weird. Where, I, whereas precognition is more of a knowledge of the future. Huh. See, I would have said. I would have. Uh, I would have I would have given premonition more of a something concrete hmm. than just a gut feeling. Interesting. But I don't. That's maybe just just the connotation that I had in my own mind about it, and maybe that's not. I mean, obviously, the definitions that we're finding is that it's just a feeling. Well, this, this actually makes a pretty strong distinction between the two: precognition and premonition. As being a day and night thing, like a literal day and night oh, thing. A premonition is something that happens while you're awake. It's a feeling you have. 
uh, a feeling of anxiety mostly, like it says. Mm-hmm. Whereas precognition is pre- precognition. Mm-hmm. Precognition is uh, like a, something that happens in, in dreams. Huh. Something that mostly works at night, which is interesting. It kind of counters some of the research I found in other places, but okay. we can get to that later. This this is from a psychic website. Oh, a psychic and medium website. It's strictly a definition. I thought it was a interesting interesting distinction between the two, though. So, in yeah. the effort of helping us define and kind of like fence in what we're talking about, I thought we could talk about what we're not talking about briefly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There that we go. Makes sense. Yeah. So premonition is. A feeling that something bad is going to happen that you get during the day. I think so. Okay. In in that definition, yes. But that that's kind of what more more what I'm talking about is that the, you know, it's a feeling. But I, I guess the to to add to our spooky month of October impossibilities, what causes such feelings in people? That's uh, is that oh. just? I mean, is it just that you're like a doom and gloom type of personality, and that's why mm. you think of that, or is there yeah. some? It's the spirit world guiding you to an answer. Is it your dead ancestors telling you, hey, watch out for that tree or car <laughs> or piano falling 40 stories up? What other funny things have happened? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Lots, I don't know. Lots of things. I did those kinds of things. Just, you know, I, 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 making your sixth sense tingle that something bad's about to happen. Yeah. Do you ever see uh, that movie? It's not, okay. I don't know why I watched this. Probably the people I was hanging out with at the time. Okay. Uh, Final Destination. Yes, that's such a good oh, movie. No. Well, movie series. Yeah, series, right. The idea is a good idea. I guess so. It's all in the execution. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Execution. <laughs> <laughs> Morbid that, sense of humor. It did, the, the movie came up for me when I was thinking about premonitions. Yeah. Because it's all, it does seem, premonition does seem to have a kind of a, it's not like, oh, I have a premonition that I'm going to win the lottery or something good. Yeah, it never seems to be something positive, I agree. Yeah, and even the definition that's here on Google, especially something unpleasant, it says. Uh Yeah. No, it makes sense. So it's kind of more leaning towards, you know, impending doom or uh, danger to yourself. You know, something, something unpleasant. Unpleasant, like the definition says. Right. Like that word. Like that it says unpleasant and not you know, impending doom, like yeah. I have defined it as. I, I think understatement's so funny. <laughs> it's one <laughs> of my favorite forms of humor. <laughs> Who says they're trying to be funny? They're just trying <laughs> to be politically correct. Maybe that's true. <laughs> um, it, I'd found, uh, I, I suppose this is more of like a forum answer, but I thought it was pretty exhaustive. There were some references to other societies that have like focused on premonition, like the Egyptians and oh, okay. the yeah. uh, um, Native Americans. Yeah, do tell. Um, but they like countering my, my previous what's the difference between precognition and uh, premonition is that they, they're saying premonition is driven mostly like mostly by your dreams. And it kind of equates it to, and I thought this was interesting, at least for me. It equates it to a couple of things, is that it kind of talks a little bit about, the, at least this opinion piece, talks a little bit about how the brain functions when we're dreaming, and it basically says that the brain, in an effort of trying to process things that have happened throughout the day or recent recent events yeah. and try to play them out in your head, you're you're kind of subconsciously dreaming during your dream. So mm. while we would have those outlandish dreams that you like, I don't know, you show up at school without your without your pants or something like that. Like your your brain is also trying to process things that happen throughout the day, uh, and play out different scenarios. And so 
sometimes those scenarios end up lining up with real life, and then after the fact, mm. you realize, oh, it was kind of a premonition. So I that's that. yeah. that's kind of one. That's one one aspect they take on it. The other aspect that they take on it was the so Native it's not American as much, way. Go ahead. Not as much predictive. It's just oh oh I dreamed about this kind of a. I, well, I th- like I think they still see it as predictive. Like this, this particular like opinion piece cites this this uh, this I guess well known case I'd never heard about. This woman who had a new baby was, was dreaming that the uh, chandelier in her baby's room was going to fall or that that it fell, and she ran in there and she looked at the clock and it was four thirty five a.m. So she woke up in a, at a start at like midnight or something like that. And was like, oh man, this is crazy, uh, and. You know, wakes her husband up and says, "Like, hey, you gotta, you gotta do something." And he he blows it off and says, "Like, no, it's just a dream." And she, you know, being the mother, being a mother of a, a young baby, can't shake it. So she goes, gets the baby, how you know, puts the baby in their room, goes back to sleep, and then is awoken by a crash a couple hours later. Runs in there and it's four thirty-five, and the chandelier's on the ground, <laughs> crushing the baby's crib. So things like that, where it's like, okay, well, is that circumstantial? Is it happenstance? Like, what do you call that? Or was it legitimately? A premonition, and then another element to that altogether, another dimension to that altogether. Did some ghostly spirit or apparition put that idea in her head? Was it her her ancestors trying to protect their lineage? Wow, I don't know. Wow, it can get crazy, crazy, super crazy. But like, I mean, it. I guess it all depends on like your belief system and what you yeah. ascribe to believing in general. I, I talked a bit about about it with my wife uh, on the drive back from our our uh, baby moon with our son. Okay, yeah. Um, just about what she thought about it. And she had a lot of... Uh, we're, we're somewhat religious, if that hasn't come through before. She she had somewhat... She had some religious answers to this that I thought was rather interesting. Um, that, it, you know, very Christian-based. But it was interesting because I would have just ruled it out from that perspective mm-hmm. altogether that it's, you know, it's too mystical, too weird, not really a typical Christian thing to believe in. But... It just really depends on how you define premonition and yep. precognition and what what most people say, oh, I've got a, I've got a sense about things and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and where you think that instinct comes from. Yeah, that's a good point. Where does it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you... So I can jump ahead here in the outline, I think. Sure, yeah, so yeah. I was talking to it. Becky about it, too. And uh, she she has demonstrated in certain cases an, an ability to make you know a, an accurate prediction about things that she shouldn't necessarily know okay and uh let's see i'm trying to think of an example she says she says a lot that the first time that she saw me i think we may have talked about this in love at first sight yeah episode she just says i knew something was going to happen yeah with us and i didn't know what it was going to be or didn't know any details but i knew something there was something yeah and so, and she does, she has done this several other times. She'll say, sometimes she'll say something to me, sometimes she won't. But the times that she's clued me into her feelings about, you know, something's, something is, you know, this is going to be, this is going to happen or, you know, whatever it is, uh-huh. she's like always right. Yeah. I, and again, I guess it really de- depends on how you define that, like, or how you define premonition. Would you call that premonition? Yeah. I, sort of lean that direction but maybe it's not by the strict definition that we gave it earlier but i don't know i think i'd i think i'd classify it as such yeah i think i'd I'd fly with that i'd lean that way too uh so 
But she said she didn't think it was. Huh. She thought it was. So I asked her what, I was asking her about those feelings and gut feelings that she kind of gets. Yeah. And she said she thinks they come from the ability to perceive her surroundings at a deeper level. Sure. And uh, extrapolate data and use it for, you know, to, to put events together in a future model. Like kind a more, of future modeling in, yeah. in subconscious level. And yeah, she just, so she's, but she's taking it. I think we all probably do that. To some degree, I think. But she and others, are, I think, are taking in a lot more subtle details mm-hmm. than, than many of us. I'd give you than that. Probably most of the population. That makes enough sense. I, mm-hmm. I've, had that, I've had that problem since, well, I've had a problem similar to that since high school, and I defined it as a problem because it's not, not made me the most popular person around mm-hmm. sometimes, but there are just like, there have been a couple people I've encountered in life. It's usually like one at a time. I've never gotten like the, like those three people, I don't know what's wrong with them, but something's wrong with them. Yeah. But there was this guy that like when I was in high school, everybody loved this guy. He was like super charismatic. Everybody just thought he was the coolest thing. Like girls fawned over him and everything. I didn't hate the guy. I just didn't really care for him. And everybody was very taken aback by that and just mm-hmm. thought like I had some personal vendetta against him. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm really indifferent. I just think he's going to be a jerk. Like I, I don't I don't know when he's going to be a jerk, but I just I have a feeling he will be. And, and now it, he's running for president. Oh, oh. just mouthing off like crazy. <laughs> Wait, it's not him. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even uh, define this guy as that bad of a person. I see. Um, but it, it, you know, it panned out to be that way. And like, I just, did, I brushed it off the first time. Like with the high school thing, I was like, okay, I was right once. Like whatever, didn't think yeah. much about it. But then it kept happening. Like in the last fifteen or so years, it's happened three or four or five times. We've been. It's. It's not like an interpretation to being like, oh, I was right. Yeah. I was right. I was definitely right. It just took everybody else longer to come around than mm-hmm. than it did me. And I think it's maybe just really, like my parents have told me since I was a kid that I have like I I don't know like I have an, an inkling about people or I, I can yeah. it, I don't know figure people's motives out faster than others or something like that. And yeah, I, call it what you want, but like I I don't know if I'd define that as premonition either. Like in discussing that with my wife, she mm-hmm. wouldn't. She she said kind of similar to Becky is just the. At least for me, it's probably just me perceiving different character traits. Yeah. Perceiving character traits differently than other people would. Right. And then making a different decision on that person based right. on that. So. Yeah, totally. I mean, I guess I guess if that's the case, everybody, like you said, everybody kind of has a different perspective on things in general. So I guess everybody technically has some premonitionable abilities. Yeah, it seems like yours. You have a similar thing to what Becky has, but it's so, but it's it's subtly different. Hers sure. is more interactions and how things will, you know, sometimes it's just as simple as like, oh, I need to check my phone. Right. And she'll go and, oh, no one called. But as she's holding it. It rings. And the person she expects to be hearing from is. So odd. And um, yeah, so it's that. But yours is, is subtly different than that. You know, predicting a, a single person's kind of. End game, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's a whatever. Good yeah. Not always right. right. Usually, though, <laughs> it's not anything I'm proud of. I don't like to predict yeah. people's utter yeah. failures as friends, but whatever. It yeah. is what it is. Sure. Yeah, but like, I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like 
when I say the word premonition, I think of it as like a borderline superpower, you know, like, yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, they can like see into the future. I can see 30 seconds into the future or something, you know? Yeah. Right. Just think it's like one of those, like, Oh, that's, that's an oddity, but like, I like, I wouldn't define like Becky's intuition or my intuition mm-hmm. or your intuition or Kimberly's, my wife, yeah. her intuition is like supernatural. I think it's just a heightened sense of awareness about a particular thing in life. Yeah, that's kind of my feeling about it too. So back when we did the time travel mm-hmm. episode, way back when. Yeah. Episode 1.1. 1.1. 1.01. Sure. Sure. 1.11. Now you're doing the binary rap. I have no idea. It's devolved. Uh, so back, back I, in the I'd, time travel. I made the claim that you can't travel to the future because the future doesn't exist yet. There are infinite, infinite possibilities in the future. You could say it that way. <laughs> but in our universe, there's, yeah, there are, okay, there's infinite possibilities. Yeah. And no one's decided on any, you know, in 10 years, there's an infinite number, infinite number of things that could be happening. No one's made the decisions that will take us there yet. Right. So it's it doesn't it doesn't exist that future isn't it isn't uh it's not written yet yeah it's not it's not like a place you can go to it's just nothing nothing's there because no one is there yet right so how can you know how can you know something in the future if it's not if it doesn't exist yet right but the the chandelier falling is interesting yeah, that's that's but that's kind of unexplainable. It kind of is unexplainable. You know, like at least in my mind, it's one of those like even I don't a, really know what to say. Even a dead ancestor wouldn't know. You know, in theory, I guess. Well, who knows? Who knows? But you know, I wouldn't think that even a spirit can go ahead four hours in time. Well, but they're outside of time. Are in, they? In theory, I don't know. Like, I don't it know any of this either. It doesn't matter. Okay, here's something that that came up. So I went to Bible college. We're just all like into exposing our religiosity today. (laughs) Apparently this episode was what did us in four seasons in. (laughs) One of my, one of my professors said, where was I going with this? Oh, okay. We had an assignment and, uh, the assignment was to interpret a, a particular, it was just kind of, you'd pick a Bible passage and interpret it. Okay. So one of my friends, he, he had us read a few and it was, it was passages about like God showing emotion and getting angry. Yeah. And, and he would say, well, why, why, why would God be angry about something if he knew it was going to happen? Oh man. And then he got, he got everybody kind of to this point and then he just very dramatically, and this was super poignant to me Yeah. at this time in college, he writes on the blackboard, God does not know the future. Wow. Yeah, and every, the room got like super quiet because it's a really conservative, you know, fundamentalist school and everybody, you know, you kind of assume... It's a rather progressive thought. Yeah. So I think it's a pretty well accepted point of, you could say theology, study of God, Yeah. that that even even people outside of any kind of religious construct who do believe in God, mm-hmm. they would still say, God knows the future. 
Well, even if it's not God, they would say like the higher power knows the future. Okay, or like the Native Americans that you mentioned. That's earlier. right. Yeah, Native Americans and their ancestors, like the, the the dead ancestors, like knowing mm-hmm. what's what's going to happen, and that's kind of the the research I'd found. It was from um uh from a Quebecian university. Uh, it's a brief abstract of a paper that we'll post to the site, but they were they were essentially attributing that their dreams and visions that they would get about. You know their premonitions, essentially. Their their you know ideas of the future yep. and the past were fed by their ancestors, the spirits of their ancestors that had passed on yeah. to the other life. So I guess like no matter what what your belief what what belief you ascribe to, as long as long as it's higher power based, I guess mm-hmm. for to keep things simple, um, you probably think that that higher power has some sort of omniscience uh, of uh, all knowledge. And yeah. I think you'd probably include the future into that. Typically, so it's interesting. Yeah, that, you kind of get that sense, right? It's interesting. Go ahead. I mean, it, no, it's just it's it's interesting. It's in, interesting that it's not like throw that on its head and say that that's not the case. Well, I don't, I don't know. It's it's weird, but like, I mean, how can if you buy that the future doesn't exist, like I asserted? Yeah, and I think I'm I'm pretty staunch in maintaining that assertion. But how can I, how can I say the future doesn't exist, and yet, God knows what's in the future that doesn't exist? It's like saying God can make a square circle. You just you can't. God it, can lift, uh, make a rock that he can't lift. Yeah, you can't. You, once you fallacy. once you round off all the the corners of a square, it's not a square; it's a circle. Right. So it's like a logical fallacy. Right. So I don't know. That's that's I mean, my we, thought on we that. Can get, pretty deep into the free will discussion but i think we'll just leave that leave that alone <laughs> that's, that's another a, another thing for another time that we might not ever cover pro- probably not in this context <laughs> but i i i'm inclined to agree with you that i don't think the future can be known to any any extent yeah because it really does remove free will from the equation if if you ascribe to a higher power that you know controls the world right who knows this is a really we're in the weeds of this discussion on premonition yeah although i suppose if if you do believe in a higher power, that you would believe that higher power would have some premonition about about the future. Well, that's yeah, that's the thing. So you can there's extrapolation too, right. just taking all the past events to build kind of a uh, uh, the phrase slipped out earlier when I was talking about Becky, a future model. Yeah, like you past events have have a pretty good track record of predicting future habits and personality and i mean all those things play Mm -hmm. into personal decision making in general it's things like the chandelier falling where it's like that's a call which will that that's a natural phenomenon that's gravity and a weak a weak hook in the ceiling yeah you know like i don't know like how how can you predict that like even in even in the context of that same like forum response that i read that from like where it's the, the brain is dreaming and and uh, and trying to work through all possibilities of situations that have happened through the day. Yeah. Like, at what point did that woman walk past her nursery, look at the chandelier, and be like, you know, that could fall on my kid, and then not give it another thought till she was dreaming? Hmm. And then where on earth did the four thirty five a.m. thing come from? Yeah, that's. But that's great. where you wonder if it's like, did that detail come in after the fact, or is it like a pseudo deja vu type thing? Hmm. I don't know. Like you, you end up with weird. I don't know. Like it's hard to say. There's no control object to tell you that what you're, what you, what is happening is something that you'd seen before. 
right? Unless you say it out loud and then it happens. But then pulling back to the first Matrix movie when he breaks the cookie jar, I think it is. <laughs> What's really going to get you? <laughs> <laughs> Would you have broken it had I not mentioned it? Yeah. That's, it's just it's difficult to say. Because yeah. that, that argument right there removes free will. Like, well, it, the reason it boggles your brain is because it removes free will from the equation. We did a we did a free will kind of episode once. I suppose so. What was it called? Mm. I'm, I'm remembering. I'm remembering this discussion coming up once, and that's oh fate. Wasn't fate, it fate. That was what yeah. it was. Fate and determinism. Ugh. That's uh, that's rough. That was a deep one. That was Completely. good though. Maybe it was a premonition of this episode of yeah premonition. Okay. So there's, there's one other thing I want to get to, but please, we'll get to it. No, no, we, we can conclude with that thought. Uh, it's confirmation bias. Yep. I'm shocked that you're bringing up confirmation yeah, bias. Yeah, I've mentioned <laughs> it before. And, uh, well, let's hear it. Let's, let's hear the application. It's just the idea. It's, it's, it can be very simply stated as uh, once you see something happen, yeah. you say, oh, I knew that was going to happen. And it's easy, sure. really easy to convince yourself that you did know that it was going to happen mm-hmm. when it here's a theory about it though it may be like like you mentioned earlier with the dreams yeah like your your brain your subconscious kind of goes through all these possibilities and then what happens and you remember oh i dreamed this yeah but maybe you you threw out all the other like 100 scenarios that didn't happen yeah it's kind of like the oh so this came up in love at first sight too with the the micro Micro love, I don't know. You remember that? Micro affection, micro attraction. Maybe. I vaguely remember this. So the idea was that you you fall in love every time you. That was the first time confirmation bias came up. Yeah, Yeah. multiple times in a in a day, or you know, several times in an hour, or something like that. And then the one that the one that sticks, you're like, whoa, love at first sight. Wow, that's amazing. Right. You're like, okay, not. Not really, because a lot of your it's a lot less romantic there. A lot of your your interactions with people started the same way, right? And it's just the one that went farther. You're, uh, you know, you know what I'm saying. I do well. So like, yeah, I mean, I think that was the first time confirmation bias right. came into came into play for this. I think so, so too. It makes perfect sense. So it's uh, it's one of those things. Like, oh, I had a premonition. Well, maybe you just thought of all the negative, the most, you know, the worst things that could happen. Worst case scenario for a lot of. Right. In a lot of, you know, applications. And then this one happened and wow, I knew it. I knew that was going to happen. The whole time I saw this coming. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's, let's get to the nitty gritty. Uh, Jesse, premonition. Is it possible? Not as such. I would say not. Not as defined. However, we did cover a lot of ways that you can know things. In, yeah, it's interpretive. I would say as 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 defined as like the, uh, I don't know the 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 gut feeling. Yes. Mm. Yeah, the gut feeling. I don't know. Depends on how specific your gut feeling is, I guess. But the gut feeling, the future modeling, any of those the, things. Yeah. Play the playing it out in your head. Right. Sure. The confirmation bias. Confirmation biases. Biases. Yeah. Biases. I'm I'm inclined Con- to agree with you. Yes. Okay. You're you're inclined to agree. I am. All right. Cool. Okay. That's boring. That very that would well, thirty oh well. minutes thirty minutes for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> very well. Okay. Hopefully next week's topic is far more interesting. What say you? I say. Ooh. That's uh, 
That's a, that's a, it's a doom it's doom sounding. I, I sense sense that next week's topic is going to be very uh, abstract. Maybe. What's it about? <laughs> it's about ghosts. Ghosts. Dead people. Dead people. I see those occasionally. Okay. We have a guest too. Yeah, that's right. We have a guest for the next episode. This yep. is exciting. Yep. Yep. First guest since uh, since Joey, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be great. I'm very excited about this episode. You guys will be stoked to hear it. Yeah. It's coming at you next week. We're going to talk about ghosts. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Talk to you then. Goodbye. Thanks for joining us today. Visit impossiblethingspodcast.com to interact with the guys on Twitter, Facebook, and email. Questions, topic suggestions, corrections, and rants are always welcome. Also, find more episodes and see sources referenced in today's discussion. Impossiblethingspodcast.com for all things impossible. Impossible.